Welcome everybody to the Scales Speaks podcast. Yes, we are here. This is episode number five. I do not have the music lined up today, but the song of the day would have been Find Your Love by Drake, because that is going to be today's episode. Find Your Love is going to be split in two parts. Today is part one. And we'll have part two later down the road. As I said, this is something I was going to talk about. And as always, before we get into it, our drink of the day, the Wellers was really strong on episode four. It was really strong. So we had to mix that with a little Arnold Palmer lemonade and sweet tea. A couple other things going on in there. But yeah, Wellers, sweet tea, lemonade, Arnold Palmer, smooth. Fragrance of the day. I told y'all this week, any episode I have, going to keep it light. Anything that you can find at Macy's, Dillard's, any of those retail stores, anything less than $100 retail. This one is Spice Bomb by Victor and Roth. This was my wife's pick for today out of so many fragrances in my collection. She smelled about three or four and picked this one, which perfectly fits to what I was trying to do this week because I said, hey, any fragrance under 100, we were going to get, again, 50 ml. Oh, man, this, I think this was the one I started wearing and a lot of people started paying attention to the fragrances that I would wear every day to work, every day in public that saw me consistently. This was one of the first ones I bought. The first one I ever purchased was Bond Number 9. It's a blue bottle and I can't think of it. Scent of Peace. Scent of Peace Bond Number 9 was the one that started it all. So I'll do a review on that one. But this one was probably within the first five or ten that I purchased in my collection. Spice Bomb, Victor and Roth. This is a really nice one. Sweet, spicy. It's a Spice Bomb for real. This is a great one. So please, if you don't have that, get it in your collection. They got a couple different ones of these. Has a pull pin too. I don't have a pull pin. But... That's not why we're here today. We're here today because this episode is called Find Your Love. And we're going to break this down into two parts. The second part is going to be all the stories and things that my wife has done to earn that title. She has done so much for me and has just made me a better man. There's things that were in my past that I thought were okay. And she didn't change me, but she made it to where I built an opinion a little bit differently and grew because of it. We grew together. We're building together. We are starting to find and see things that we never thought possible in our younger lives. And I'm so happy to be married to her Because that's part two. Part one are 10 things that I think every guy, every man wants in their female counterpart. Now, I'm going to preface a couple things. Number one, this is something that I have an opinion on. I am not in the manosphere. I'm not in the fresh and fit Kevin Samuels I'm Patrice O'Neal. I'm not in that space. This is going to be a cast that covers so many different arrays of topics that I cannot pigeon myself into one specific block. So we're not going to do that. I didn't have my light on. Now I got my light on. Everything's ready now. So with that said, I'm not in that space, but I will say I have an opinion on it. And these 10 things here, they're not in order. So the order that I place them in is not going to be the same order that I would probably say. It's just 10 solid, strong things that I felt me personally wanted my wife to have. And because she is my wife, I saw that these 10 qualities and these 10 things that she did were things that attracted to me. And most men have agreed that these are very similar to something that they would want. And that's preface number two. This is me. This is my opinion. 
This is something I believe to be true. Every guy is different. Your man, your guy might have different things and opinions of things that he would want. But in my opinion, on these 10, they are naturally going to fall into the same categories. They just may be called different things. There are words I will not use because I understand they are triggering to my female audience. With that said, number three, this is for guys, and I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody. These are for guys that are worth a damn. Straight up. These are for guys that are proven men that are worth something. I'm not going to get into the high value man, high earners, not rich yet, or any of those things. I'm talking to the general public. These guys are people, men that work hard, that have goals, that have ambitions, and want to be successful and make something of their lives. That want to build and want to have a household to lead. That will allow themselves and sacrifice of themselves to do things that other guys, men and women will not do in order to get those levels of success. That's preference number three, because there are some guys that, let's be honest, you don't deserve any of a, you don't deserve anybody with these 10 qualities yet, yet. And that right there might shock a few people. You have to earn the right to call your shot. I learned that very recently, but also in a good enough time. Money ain't everything. It's a couple of things that come with it. And you better be damn sure you have the package in order to call your shot for what it is that you want. And the last preface, if there is one, these 10 things are something that I had already went over with my wife. So for anybody that could be a potential critic or detractor, this household agrees. My wife agrees. And further, she is a wife. Therefore, her agreeing is really all I care about. There are already going to be people on some side, left or right. But the foundation of these are pretty damn solid. And I think most of you will agree. And if you don't, whatever platform that you're listening to this on, I want you to either make a clip of it, comment, question, ask and see, or say, I don't agree with that. I think differently. I think it's this. I think it's that. I want to have the conversation with you to see what your thoughts are. Maybe it's more than 10. Maybe your man wants 15 things or 20 things, or maybe one of these things breaks down into so many different categories. Either way, the timestamps will be below. This is what we're going to talk about. Find your love, part one, 10 things, no specific order. Number one is this. Find somebody that is loyal to you. Find someone that's loyal to you. Another preface, some of these are probably going to be common. <laughs> some of these are probably going to be something that's, oh, duh, that's obvious. But guess what? It's not obvious to everybody. Find someone loyal to you. Nobody wants somebody that wants somebody else. If you're avidly and actively being with me, what does it look like if I see that you're flirting with other men? If you're actively talking and seeking the attraction of other men based off your Instagram posts, based off the outfits that you wear, based on the conduct and the conversation that you're having with other guys. Do you shut it down or are you letting them in? Do you want the attention and attraction from other people or am I enough? This is not an insecurity thing. This is just one of those things where for a guy, we just don't want that. We don't want the competitive nature of dealing with somebody else that you want. We would rather say, hey, go ahead and do that if that's what you want to do. 
and we would focus on ourselves and do what is in our best interest and find somebody else that's not going to play that game. Because as a guy, we know what it is that we specifically offer to the table. We're going to know what it is that we think and we understand that we're giving to you. All the utilities that we build up, the leveling up and the process that we go to, go through to be the attractive male counterpart to you is so strong. To the point where if I'm offering you these things and you can't, you're still looking for attention and attraction from other guys in various different forms, it's a turnoff to me. And it's something that in my mind, I will not be able to further build with you. My wife is extremely committed to me and she is loyal to me. Any other guy that comes across is shut down. Flirtation does not occur. There's never a slip up. There's never a mistake. There's Instagram posts that have me in it. And she never hides me. She's proud of me. She wants to put me out there. She wants everybody to know that we are together. We are an item. We are married. We are husband and wife. And she has no problem with doing that. Watch for the signs of people that have an issue with showing you all and not. There's a girl I know, very attractive, that, in my opinion, plays games. And by a game, I mean she is with a guy but does not want to post him on Instagram and things like that. And the reason why may be various. But at the end of the day, the guy feels like, What's, who else is out there? Why, why aren't you posting me if I'm here, if I'm being loyal to you? Why isn't it that you're posting me to show? Are you trying to hide me? Do you have somebody else? So there's going to be some questions there. I'm not going to go too far into that, but number one is, Find somebody loyal to you. Find somebody that wants to be there for you and be with you and be proud of you. Number two, find someone who will let you be your genuine self. Mm. What do they say? Be yourself because everyone is taken. No one respects a copy. I think that that's true. I think you want to be your actual genuine self. If you sing in the shower, if you sing in the mirror, if there's certain things that you watch and have interest in, does she judge you? Or does she support you? Is she allowing you to be your genuine self all the time? Does she allow for your emotions to come out? If you're upset, can you be upset? Or do you have to hold it in because, oh, I'm a guy, so I can't have I can't have her see me like that because I know she's going to judge me. She's going to feel some type of way if she sees that I'm sad. If you're angry, does she let you get it out and vent outside, not in front of her, not on her? Does she let you vent that out? Does she let you do the things you need to do to blow off steam? Is she trying to change you? If you are not allowed to be who you are in your relationship, eventually what's going to happen is something that you really want to do. She's going to have a problem with it. And the guy is going to build small amounts of resentment. If he really likes amusement parks and never says anything about that, and one day he wants to go to an amusement park, and she doesn't like that and judges and says, oh, you're, you're, why are you still acting like a child? Why do you want to go to an amusement park? Why are you still watching this cartoon or this anime or this web series or whatever the case is? Why are you listening to that podcast? We're going to feel like, well, that's something I enjoy. That's something I want to do. That's something I like. Are you taking that away from me? And it may not be a problem at the talking stage or when you're newer in the relationship in the honeymoon phase. But if you let this go for five, seven, 10, 15 years, the things that your guy and your man are interested in, it's going to come up. It's going to be something that he is going to bring up that he wants to do. 
And if you don't like it, if you don't allow him to be his genuine self, he's not going to be fully comfortable with you. And in order to be in a marriage and to be in a long-term relationship, he must be comfortable. Funny story. I got caught singing in the mirror, acting like a damn time fool in the mirror with my wife. She like broke in on me in the bathroom, like kind of peeked through and just saw me like hyping myself up and dancing like and she didn't make me feel bad about it. It was like I didn't I felt comfortable around her to be able to do that. Even if she saw me, that's who I am. That's who I that's who I wanted to be at that moment. And she made me feel like it was okay. She didn't shame me. She didn't embarrass me. She allowed me to be my genuine self. And that's what I mean by that. Support his interests. Don't try to change him. Make sure that what he is putting out into the world is something that can support the family, of course. But if it's something he's genuinely interested in, genuinely likes and wants to be, allow him to be that person. Number three, my female audience might love this one. Find someone you can talk to. There's a book called His Needs, Her Needs, and this is actually one of the top five things that women love in their men. It is probably not in the top five for guys, but it's definitely up there. I, me personally, I don't mind a good conversation. I do. I actually love when I can talk to somebody for minutes and hours learning about who somebody is, what their why is, where they came from, and just get to know them on a deeper level. And I'm sorry. The conversations that you have when you're in a relationship, getting to know somebody are so important. They are so key. You have an opportunity to find out who the woman is, who the man is. And they are such good, they should be really solid, genuine conversations to where you're learning about the other and you do not judge. These conversations are the ones where if you can talk to somebody, you can talk to your significant other, they should be deep and meaningful conversations that both of y'all look forward to. When you come home, is the first thing he wants to do, talk? No, nah. give him a little bit of time. Give him a little bit of time to relax. But he should want to talk to you because you're interesting. He should want to talk to you because you listen. He should want to talk to you because you make him feel comfortable and calm. He should be able to tell you about his day and he should feel solace in you. And that conversation should be so deep and meaningful that on both sides, because women love when they have quality time with their men. So for that reason, women have interesting conversations with other women and they can go on for hours talking about a plethora of topics. But it's so much more powerful when they can have that conversation with their significant other. So guys... Well, excuse me. So for women, what does that mean for guys? Guys, we don't mind talking. We want to talk. We want to have a conversation, but we want it to be interesting. We want it to be meaningful. We want to learn more about you than we have before. And for someone that, for me, there's a lot of stuff that happens professionally that sometimes you want to vent about. I haven't really done any venting to you all, but I look forward to telling my wife what happened at work, what happened that I saw today. I look forward to having conversations for hours when I get home that distracts me from those other things like playing video games or other things that's not business. I look forward to having straight, deep, meaningful conversations with her. And even further than that, which gets into another point, which I will bring up shortly. The conversations are a wide range. They may not always be happy-go-lucky conversations where we're learning about each other, we're getting deep, and we're having fun and playful conversation at the same time for hours where we feel so connected and together. 
This goes into another thing, which is number four. Find somebody that you can talk to. But number four, find somebody that holds you accountable. Find a woman that holds you accountable respectfully. Find somebody that disagrees with discussion versus starts an altercation with arguments. Find somebody that disagrees with discussion versus someone that starts an altercation with arguments. They hold you accountable. Some of the conversations I have get very, very deep to where we're talking about some really strong, positive things. We're talking about how we're building together. We're talking about how we're going to move here and what cars we're going to purchase and what our children's life are going to be as they grow up. Those are conversations we have to have because we love those conversations. But what about the ones where I need to be checked? Because, yes, guys, there are some moments where we can't let our masculinity run roughshod and run wild. We need someone that's going to be in our corner, tap us on the shoulder, whisper in our ear and respectfully tell us through a discussion. I disagree. I don't think you were correct here. Obviously, this is done in private. I think this is. Let me ask you about this. Tell me about this. I see it a little bit differently than you. When you have a woman that holds you accountable to a very strong standard, it forces you to be better. There are things that honestly, a coworker of mine told me the other day, we have blind spots. We're not always going to be able to see every single thing in our, in our lives and our surroundings because it's our life and our surroundings. There's a there could be a garage and I think it's in great shape. And then all of a sudden somebody looks and says it's 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 got a lot of clutter in there. Oh, but it's my garage. I mean, it feels fine to me. Your house could be very clean to your standards until you have somebody else that comes in and says, oh, you know, what? this would be a nice place for a picture. Or I kind of see you're not able to see everything. Your perspective is strong, but it's not that wide to see all the things because you get used to seeing what you see every day. When you have a woman that can hold you accountable and tell you. This is that song ain't the best. Don't put it on. And here's why I think so. You said something outside at your work function. Let's talk about that. What did you mean when you said that? This is what it made me feel. Next time I would ask that you say this differently if you're going to say that. I think there's so much power in holding people accountable to a standard so that the bar is not in hell. I think there's so much power in just the conversation being, again, so genuine, so straightforward and honest to the point where we can talk about anything. Me and my wife can have a conversation about the very easy stuff and the very difficult stuff. And more and more, this does not become a harsh or hard conversation. These are things that we talk about often, and they're typically hard conversations. What are we going to do with our children? How are we going to raise them to break off from some of the family traumas that we had from when we were younger? How am I going to ensure that you as a husband and a father are going to handle new traditions and start new traditions to be a positive father figure for our two children? There's so much there that she just asked me about my plan and what I plan to do and what the next 5, 10, 15 years are going to be. Massive accountability. Through discussion, she can disagree with me with a discussion. You do not want to find somebody that argues with you to get their point across. Because no matter what, that's going to turn into somewhat of an altercation. And none of you get anywhere if you're arguing and having an altercation versus if you're just having a conversation with someone you respect and love about something that we or you as a guy could be doing better. Number five, 
Find someone that supports you. This is probably going to be one of those obvious ones. Find someone that supports you. Sounds pretty easy. Sounds pretty obvious, right? But when I go into it, and as a professional, in my professional work, and just for it to be clear, I'm an area sales manager for Enterprise Holdings. I don't, I don't put anything out there that reflects negatively on my job and my performance and my ability to do so. Ultimately, because I understand the brand is on me. The letters are on me. So I hold myself to a standard to ensure that I know, hey, when I speak, people are also associating me with that business, that brand, that symbol, that logo, that insignia. So I have to be careful with how I portray myself. You have to find somebody that supports even that along with everything else. I say I'm a professional because I've been in a position where I've already had to move from one side of the coast to the other. I initially moved in. I initially lived in Virginia with enterprise in my sales role and moved to a sales manager role in Texas. That is almost over 1300 miles of distance in a completely different time zone. No family that was down here other than cousins that we have found later since we've moved that we had conversation with our family that told us we had cousins that were here. No friends that we had that were in this area, minus any kind of fraternity brothers and sisters that I met along the way. It was just me. And before it was me, I had to ask my wife, are you willing to go? At that time, she was not my wife. She was my girlfriend for a few years. And what I was asking her to do was pretty significant. At that point, we had only been together two years. She could have easily said, no, I'm not going with you. I was at homecoming, got the email that said Dallas Fort Worth was opening up a sales manager position. I screenshotted and texted to her immediately. Within about two days, we had a conversation and discussion and she said, let's do it. Who is doing that level of support for you? How do you find somebody that supports that? That question I'm not here to answer, but you will need to find somebody that supports you to those levels. Are they willing to move across country for you into a different time zone? Do they trust you enough that you are going to be able to support her and the future family? You have to find somebody that's willing to do that for you. Any business moves that you make, any finances that you manage, even so much as when you have a funeral, an event, a wedding, if you get promoted, if it's good news or bad news, she is there for you. Guys want and need that. Somebody that is in their corner no matter what. That is strong. And my wife has that. Before she was even in the wife role. So what did I do as a guy? That's probably one that I would star. Because that was the one that in my mind said, she's my wife. I have to marry her because if she is willing to be with me for two years as a girlfriend and move from East Coast to the central part of the U.S. and move an hour time frame away from family, away from friends, and just be with me, the ring is on her finger 100%. Number six, find someone who wants to be a wife. Find someone who wants to be a wife and be in that role. Everybody says, oh yeah, they." a lot of, a lot of women will say they would like to be a wife, they want to be taken care of. They want to stay at home. They'll say that. But when it hits the fan. And when things become real. And it's time to have action versus just talking about it. What are her actions going to be? Is she going to step up and be what she says she wants to be? 
or is it just all talk? And being a wife is difficult. Being a husband is difficult. Being in a strong marriage for years. I mean, a lot of people I know that have been in marriages for 40 or 50 years, they love each other, but there's definitely some hardships in there that they've talked about and gotten through. Find someone that wants to be in that role. Wife, mother, taking care of the children, making sure that the husband is supported. I mean, there's so many stories I have that I reference this. I mean, nowadays, it's almost easier to be single. It seems like that's what most people want to do. They just want to be single. They don't want to worry about being with somebody else. And this is a trigger word. Cater to a guy. Nope. Mm -mm. Not happening. Ain't going to be me. I'm not going to cater to a guy. I'm not going to cater to a man. I'm above that. I'm And, and I said, that's a trigger because we're not going to get there. But you need to find somebody that's not going to give you that rebuttal. They're not going to say the words, oh, I'm going to cater to you. But when everything hits the fan, when it comes out, when it comes down to it, are, are their actions going to produce those of one that wants to be a wife and wants to be in that role and wants to be married and committed and loyal to their man? And I think number seven ties into this perfectly. And I might park here for just a little bit. Find someone who tells you exactly what they want. You want to find somebody that wants to be a wife, wants to be in that role. But more importantly, find someone who tells you what they want. Because when they tell you, you have to believe them. Don't try to change them. If they see you as a meal ticket, okay. They've told you how to move with them. If they tell you, I just want to be friends, they have told you how to move with them. If they want to be friends with benefits and they're comfortable with that arrangement, they have told you what they want this to be. Find someone that tells you straight up, I want to be a wife. I want to have kids. I want to have a husband. I want to build a family together. Mic drop. Because at that point, both sides are vulnerable. We're so scared of being vulnerable to a guy. Men are scared of being vulnerable to women and women are scared of being vulnerable to men. We don't want to be so open with another man. We don't want to be so open with another woman. Why? Are we that scared and timid and hiding our feelings? Okay, fine. Tell people what you want. My wife told me very, very early into our relationship, maybe in the first 90 days, this is what I want. I want to be a wife. I want a long, committed, meaningful relationship. I want to have a family together. I want to enjoy the company of my man. I want to love him. I want to be in love with him. I want him to be in love with me. I want to build and create a family together. I want a legacy. What guy, if, that, if they hear that, what guy looks away from that and says, she ain't the one? The women that I know that go up to the guys and say, this is what I want. Nine times out of ten, in my opinion, they are wives. Because they're not playing the games. Too many women play games. Back to what I was talking about with, oh, I don't want to put my man on Instagram. It's because you don't want to be vulnerable. It has nothing to do. You really may be loyal to him. You may really not have any other guys that you are courting or attracted to, but you're scared to get hurt. You don't want your heart to be broken by some guy that you gave it your all to. All is fair in love and war. 
That's something that both men and women have to do and have to get over in order to have long, meaningful relationships. Vulnerability is going to happen. And the way you avoid that is you tell people from the very jump what you want. And from that point, the conversation needs to be genuine and honest on both sides. If she is coming to you with that information as a man, it is your responsibility to give it right back in the positive and the affirmative or the negative. Do you want the same thing? Do you not? From that point on, when that conversation comes up, if she is honest and open with you about what she wants to do, how how she wants this relationship to be and what she wants to be and what her role is that she wants to be. You need to be honest with her back and say, that is my same expectation. Let's do it. Or no, thank you. I appreciate your honesty, but I am not going to be the guy you want me to be at this time. Cut it. Make sure y'all move on. Stay amicable, but do not continue it if both sides disagree with that statement. Men, find you somebody that is going to allow you to have that conversation. If she comes to you and says, this is what I want, you have the option to agree or disagree. And both of you need to walk out of that conversation on the same page. My hope is that you Take what she says and you build on that because she's being vulnerable with you at that point. At that point, take that for what it is. My hope is that you agree and say, I want the same thing, babe. You want to be a wife, I want to be a husband. I want to build with you. I want I want to be loyal to you. I want to support you. I want you to be your genuine self. I want to talk to you. I want to be able to have accountable conversations where we have discussions where we disagree versus have a fight and argue. Find someone who tells you what they want. Number eight. And these are where it starts to get a little bit tricky. And not tricky, wrong word. These are where it starts to get where, like I said, those trigger words come in. Find someone that's going to let you be the leader and man of the household. Find someone that's going to let you be the head of the household. The trigger word there is submission. We hate that word. In the black community, we hate the word submission. We hate the word cater. I'm not going to cater to a man. I'm not going to submit to a man. That's fine. Since those are the trigger words, we're going to say this. Find somebody that lets you be the leader and the head of the household. I'm not going to get too far into the story, but I have seen my parents have so many different conversations where my father did not want to do something. 90% of the time, it was because of a financial bind. He did not want to spend the money to go to this destination or this location or rent a car and fly. And he did not want to burden himself because he did the books. He knew that he was going to have to work more hours, do more, pick up more shifts, whatever it is in order to support it. And he was going to be the one that would have to pay. More often than not, he would do it. Even though he knew it wasn't the right time, it wasn't the right thing to do, financially it didn't make sense, he would still do it. He would tell my mom, we're not doing that. I don't want to go. We can't go. Shouldn't go. Doesn't make sense. Not in the budget, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Reason one, reason two, reason three. Womp, 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 womp. We're still going. If I say... In my household, this doesn't make sense to the budget. It's not happening. We're not going. We're not doing it. Now, I'm going to put things in perspective. I'm going to give other stuff. I'm going to, 
you know, there's a certain car that you're going to be able to drive. There's certain houses that we'll have. Certain, there's certain amenities and utilities that we're going to be able to have. But if you're like, hey, I want to go to Turks and Caicos today. That's not happening. We're going to have to build on top of that and say we're going to have to save up and build so that way we can enjoy. Because when we get there, if we can't do anything, we both going to be looking like some fools. We both going to be angry at each other. So, no. That's what I mean by letting you be the head and leader of the household. Let the guy make the decisions on those items and on those things. He knows what the parameters are, what we can do and what we can't. He has a really good vibe of that. Let him be the protector. Let him be the provider. Men, level up and be that person. Be the guy that she needs you to be by being the leader and the head of the household. She doesn't want to have to make those decisions. She wants to make sure that you have it down. And my hope is that you do. Be that guy. Level up to the point where you can run it. You can hold it down. And you can support her and the kids with no equivocations. It's all good. So that when you say this is what we're doing, what we're not doing, boom, that's it. Getting to the last couple. Number nine. They want you. I was going to try to make this all cute and anything like that, but I decided not to make sure that they're your ally. I guess I'll try it anyway. Whatever. Make sure that they're your ally. They want you physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, sexually. All those in with ally. That's why I said let them be your find someone that wants to be your ally. Find someone that truly wants you on an emotional level. Find someone that's willing to talk to you about some things that are very difficult. Make sure it's somebody that wants you physically and sexually. If they don't, move on. Because they're going to look for what they really want if they're not attracted to you physically and sexually. And that's going to go back to what the first thing I said, find someone loyal to you. They'll be loyal to you if they're physically and sexually attracted to you, amongst other things. But if that's not there, they're going to look other places. So find someone that loves you and wants you on those phases, physically, emotionally, spiritually, emotionally, and sexually. You could add mentally, all of those. Make sure she is your ally in those categories. Because if she doesn't want you in those phases, it's pretty much all over and done for it's not going to be anything that you want to be around. I promise you. It sucks when you're not wanted. In any of those phases. As a guy, I have been with women that have made me feel lesser than in one of those categories where they didn't want me physically. They wanted this guy that no matter what. I wasn't going to be there. I can do insanity. I can play basketball. I can change my hair and have a job for the entire summer, come back as a totally different person and still not have enough to be physically attractive to that person. Maybe to others, but not to me. Somebody that's, you know, emotionally not available. Guys, let's talk about it. It sucks. When you have somebody just looked at you as meat, <laughs> they just looked at you as, oh, yeah, I'm a, uh, I saw him. I'm going to make sure I have sex with him. But that's it. That's all it is. And if you're not on a mental level, you can have a conversation. That's dead, too, because let's be honest, guys. We want to make sure we have somebody that can hold the conversation with us and keep us interested. So be an ally. So let's kind of recap this before I get into number 10, because I want to make sure I didn't miss anything here. I said, find someone loyal to you. Find someone who will let you be your genuine self. Find someone that you can talk to 
Find someone that supports you. Find someone who wants to be a wife and wants to be in that role. Find someone who tells you what they want. And if they tell you what they want, believe them. Don't try to change it. Somebody that find somebody that can be an ally for you. Once you physically, emotionally, sexually, mentally. Let you be the leader and the head of the household. Hold you accountable respectfully. They disagree with you with discussion versus having an altercation with an argument. What's the very last thing? Again, some of these are obvious. And these nine, me and my wife agreed with before I recorded this, before I posted this. This is the only one we disagreed with. So therefore, I changed it. But I'm still going to let you know what I meant by what I mean. By what we agreed to, I'm still going to let you know what I mean. What I mean. Find someone who respects you. Now, initially, I said, find someone that lets you be a man. Find someone that doesn't snatch attention from you or overtalk you or comes off more masculine than you. She said, change that. And she said it. She disagreed with me with a discussion. It didn't turn into an altercation with an argument. Why'd you say that? Well, it gets very triggering. That may not be, that doesn't come off correctly. That It gives a little sting because you know there's a lot of stuff. And with that, I respected it. I left it there. So I changed it to where she agreed. Find someone who respects you. And that's literally the combination of all 10 of these things. If you get cheated on, it's disrespect. If she's cheating on you behind your back and you don't know about it, it's disrespect. If she throws something at you, if she hits you, if she talks negatively about you in front of other men, if she's actively looking at other guys, if she's not showing you any signs that she is interested in you, get out, dip, be done with it. Find someone that's going to respect you. Find someone that's not going to get into an altercation and an argument with you about dumb stuff. Someone that's going to let you lead. Be a guy. Be a man. And I'm not saying it in a way of toxic masculinity, which is what she was trying to have me avoid. But she allows me to be who I am fully. Find someone who respects you. Knows what you've been through. If you've been hit before by another woman. She should know never to even hit you or try you at all. If you've been cheated on and that's one of your major violations, if she respects you, she won't do that. Find someone who will respect you. And there's a lot to unpack in there. But as I've told you all, this is my longest episode to date. And I want I wanted to try to keep these short. But what I'm noticing is that as I'm doing this, they're getting a little bit longer because I'm getting into more detail. But I want to leave you all with that because there will be a part two. Part two is going to be where there's going to pretty much be a story of all 10 of these things that my wife has done for me. And some of these are examples I've already given to you. So you'll hear that again in the second episode. But just to recap this for a final time, these are 10 things, in my opinion, that men want from their female counterparts. They want someone loyal to them, someone who will let the guy, let the man be his genuine self, someone that he can talk to and vent to, someone that supports him, someone that. He wants someone that wants to be a wife and is okay with being in that role. 
Find someone who tells you what they want, and when they tell you, believe them. Do not try to change them. They want find a find a woman that wants to be an ally, wants you physically, emotionally, mentally, sexually, spiritually. Let you be the leader and the man and the head of the household. Hold you accountable respectfully and disagrees with you with discussion versus having altercations with arguments. And lastly, respects you. Part two will be coming. And I'm going to break these down further to things that happened in my past. Because again... The goal of the podcast is to help you. I want you to know my errors and my mistakes and my omissions so that you don't have to go through them. These things don't have an age. They don't have a time limit. These are going to be things that each year somebody can listen to and come back to and say, I agree with that. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Scale Speaks Episode five, find your love part one. And I'm going to end it with this and just continue to say thank you all for your support. This has been major for me being able to talk to y'all as much as I do. Apple Apple podcast got a couple reviews on there. Appreciate y'all that gave me the five stars. And ultimately, I hope that this comes across to y'all and this starts a conversation because those 10 things, I'm pretty sure a lot of guys are going to agree with. Let me know what y'all think. Put it in the comments. Post your clips. I'll allow this to be edited. See what you I want to know what y'all thoughts are on those 10 items. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I hitting it? Am I completely off base? Y'all let me know. Until that time, this is Scale Speaks, episode five, find your love. Thank y'all so much. Good night. Peace and blessings.